Hello, and welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast, where the discussion is always on movies about samurai about films. swords. Films, films, lots of fun films. It's about Criterion movies. Criterion movies, and B-movies, and B-movies. cult movies, and movies with full frontal nudity and samurai swords, blood and guts, oh my God. butts and stuff, oh. as is labeled somewhere. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Ryan Snyder, and with me, mm. as sometimes... Oh, uh, uh, sometimes co-host uh, Daniel Gonzalez. Yes, co-co-host. Uh, Co-co-co-host, uh, uh, a part of Top Gun Radio, and also a co-host of t- a friend of Sex and Violence, uh, Slow Readers, the book club podcast where we only ever talk about books. Only books, nothing else. Yes, uh, and I should uh, help out the listeners as well by saying that like this is the second part of an ongoing conversation between yep. me and Ryan that started with Slow Readers, episode 83, where we covered... Uh, the Big Sleep. I was called The Long Goodbye. The Big Sleep by Raymond Chandler. Yes, so. excellent, excellent movie. Yeah. Uh, so this week we didn't really watch anything new. Uh, we will get to like stuff that we've been watching. Yeah. Um, uh, we might as well just like start off now because I kind of wanted to talk about uh, a movie I saw, and the the upcoming the Oscar. Oscars will be coming soon. And now is the prime time when, like, all these biopics and uh, Oscar Beatty movies are coming out. So I kind of wanted to check the temperature with you, Mm -hmm. see some of the best things you've seen this year, and uh, maybe maybe some late Oscar talk, what you think is going to get in. But um, the one movie that I saw on Sunday with my wife – so we had like the the Sunday off together, and it was you know, let's go to the movies. What do you want to see? And it was between we were either going to go see uh, the Freddie Mercury movie, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, what else is it going to be called? Yeah, I forgot for a second. I was like, what the hell is the name of that there's, movie? There's three things that movie is going to be called: Queen, Mercury, Live Aid. Well, I was gonna, I was going to say like no, the third one was going to be Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. It's like then fourth would be Live Aid. Yeah. Um, so it was between that and Star is Born, and I had heard not not really good reviews on the Freddie Mercury thing, so I was like, you know what, I'll give it to you, let's go see Star is Born, this teen weepy that I thought it was, and I was floored by it. Really? I loved it. That shot into my top ten, probably somewhere in my top three for the year that, of movies that I've seen. I found that surprising, because like, I, I was going to say, like, we were saying that you haven't heard the most positive things about Bohemian Rhapsody. I was going to say, like, I haven't heard I haven't heard many positive things about uh, Star Wars Born. To be honest really? With you. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm raving about it. Like, okay. as soon as we came out of the theater, I wanted to, like, immediately go buy another ticket and go back in and go on the ride again. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it, it was one of those movies for me. Um, emotionally affecting uh loved bradley cooper in that movie mm-hmm. i actually really like lady gaga i didn't i had an inkling that it was going to be like oh the fucking lady gaga acting so that we're going to get no, the star is born aka the lady gaga story yeah and it's totally not that okay um so that's what i was thinking i was like man bradley cooper better get a fucking nod for best director and i think he will okay uh, i it's, uh, it's it's doing very well, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's always the unfortunate thing with, with Oscars is that, like, you, for the most part, your movie needs to be doing very, very well. Uh, I mean, it's going to be one or the other. It's either going to be incredibly well-received critically or, or most of the time it's going to be very well-received uh, uh, mm-hmm. commercially. So, do, 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 do. so what have uh, what have you seen in the uh, the what the upcoming Oscar race will be and what would you like? Uh, that's... Is there anything... Yeah, that, around. that's very interesting because honestly, mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like I've been seeing less and less movies lately. I was actually bummed out. I missed one movie I've been waiting for a while to see, The Sisters Brothers. Uh, you know, we were talking about that at our movie club the other night, and mm-hmm. it, it came and went really quick. But it was, from what I heard, pretty well received. I, I think it was I think it was pretty well received. Um, I Just literally last night, I was thinking about this, and I was like, that movie, hopefully it's still in theaters. And I looked this up, and I realized it came out two fucking months ago. Yeah. And I was just like, oh... Oh, um, and also, uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm interested in seeing Suspiria. Yeah, me too. I haven't seen the original. Have you seen the original? No, but uh, I'm usually not terribly into the original. But from what I understand, like this is this is something doing entirely its own thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, the what the last movie I saw in theaters also because uh, I, I'll, I'll get to this in my next ones, but the last movie I saw in theaters was uh, uh, speaking of uh, we weren't talking about him at all. What am I talking about? Uh, First Man. Oh, how did you like it? Uh, Were you upset that they didn't show the American flag? <laughs> they, they they show the American flag. Um, I think I actually looked this up afterwards because I was like, I, I didn't know if that was something they did afterwards to kind of appease people. But apparently, 
people weren't pissed off because they didn't show the American flag. People are pissed off that they didn't show them planting the planting the flag. flag. Yeah, and which is kind of frustrating because like they actually they 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 show. The, yeah, like they they do show. There's like this really awesome wide shot of like the surface of the moon, yeah. And you see like like the little like the, what do you call it? Like the little thing that touched down the lander, yeah. And like the flag, and it's all like viewed from like a very far distance, and like yeah, that's it's it's perfectly fine. From what I understand, though, the emotional resonance from that scene is with the well, yeah. It, it, if you're of the thing, if you're if you see like if you see that movie and you're wondering, it's like why did they plant the flag? Then like that's, you missed the point. Really fucking weird. Uh, like, like, yeah, I don't know. It would be like, like, um, um, uh, watching like Indiana Jones or something like that. And just really suddenly being like, 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 man, I hope that, you know, I really hope that museum is going to display that thing. Right. You know? And you're just like, what? That's not. So why didn't, why wasn't there more teaching scenes? He's a professor. Yeah. Or like, just, just wondering, it's like, man, he needs to get back to his job. Yeah. Like the vacation time. Like, what does he have? Like, he's always gone. You're fucking up all those kids. Like they're going to need to get like a fucking substitute to come in for like a month. Cause like, where is he? Like, it's, it's so weird, especially that being like a pinnacle moment at the end. But uh, that's a, the movie was kind of, it was good. Um, it was kind of like too much in the middle and, and I, and I feel like I, I'm going to say something damning that I don't necessarily want to say, but, uh, say it. but well, here's, it, it's kind of like two movies. It, it, it has, it has, it's a bit of like Apollo 13 mm-hmm. where there's a lot of like, uh, conver- like conversations between like the people, like, uh, like on the home front, like him, like Neil Armstrong at home, but from, sorry, for people who for some reason don't know, uh, first man is the story is like essentially a, a biopic on. Uh, either Neil Armstrong from like the time of basically him uh, getting involved with Gemini, then Apollo, and then leading up to him actually being the first person uh, touch, uh, landing on the moon. Um, but it's also kind of like the story of that. It's actually more of a story of that and about like the kind of uh, the motivations about him doing this kind of thing, especially how crazy it is to be an astronaut at that time. Um, and it, it's so it has like Apollo 13 because like uh, like second build is his wife played by Claire Foy, mm-hmm. uh, who I actually wasn't. I know that she's getting like a lot of like raves in her. People love her. I, I haven't actually seen anything with her before. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the first time and she's good. But like 80 percent of her scenes needed to be cut from the movie because the way that I view it is that it was part like Apollo 13 with like the home front, mm-hmm. like those home front stories. And then like the other half of it was like Dunkirk. It was this very kind of like very wide uh, shot kind of thing. No, I would say wide. It was more like it was very, it was about the visceral experience <clears throat> about being in these extreme situations. Whereas okay. Dunkirk, Dunkirk, they jettisoned backstory and characters because it was all about, there's a soldier, uh, all of his squadrons killed. He's running. And it's basically him trying stuck in the situation that is fucking impossible. And in this, like there's so many very, um, very tightly scientifically and probably historically accurate scenes of, of like of uh of scenes of let's call him flight you know basically him like in the start when he's like in like a jet like kind of like breaking through the stratosphere and 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 also trying out uh being in one of like the gemini uh things and like being in space for the first time fully and like and like they're so hyper realistic and it's all up and it's very grounded there's no there's no like i won't say like not theatrics but there's no there's no like 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 character stuff kind of like thrown on it's not it's not cheesy like that it's not like a Roland Emmerich thing where it's like it's so fucking off base. It's yeah. it's realistic and it's visceral, and it kind of like really uh, there's so many there's so much perspective of being in like the pilot seat of this, and like you have you don't have like a good view. You have like this little shitty window, yeah. and most of the time all you see is flames and then ice and then blackness. You know, so like that's the Dunkirk sign, and and for me, and don't maybe you know people will disagree, of course, and that's that's cool, but like like that was so fascinating and so interesting and so intense, and then like every time we would cut back to the family stuff and 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 the wife character, like it just felt so extraneous. It felt like it felt like, and I I feel like um one of like my top five like least favorite like care like like uh, character types mm-hmm. is like person's wife. Because usually they're okay. very ill-defined. They're just relegated to a secondary role automatically. Yes, <laughs> and I feel like it, it, this almost felt like they were they were wanting to have well, like, well, she's not just going to be a wife who's just there. Yeah, we need and, to give her something. Like she's going to be a full-fledged character, but I don't think they made her like interest. I, I didn't not in, not don't yeah. care about her scenes. I, I think I think she. <clears throat> it's kind of unfortunate how much watching this and like just thinking that like she would have been stronger as a foil. 
And there definitely is like it there definitely is a climax right before he goes on like the Apollo 11 yeah. at the end with like the with like him dealing with his family that is spurred by her. Like that stuff is great. But like I felt like so much there were so many scenes with uh, like the wife of like an astronaut who lived across the street mm-hmm. who, who died in Gemini uh no Apollo 1. I think it was Paul one, yeah, and like, uh, and all these other things. It's like all that stuff was like, I you can see that it's kind of like building towards the idea that like, oh, fucking astronauts die, yeah, and then like their family has to deal with this, and then like you know, it's yeah. But like, long story short, I, I can say a lot about that, but like that's kind of how I felt. But like in the 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 crazy kind of like almost experimental film stuff with like you know you know being there and what it was like to go through that it's fascinating i love the motivation that they give neil armstrong for this whole thing mm-hmm. it's great it's, it's kind of fictionalized a bit or at least like heightened but but that's that's very interesting and i like that but like on the whole the movie just felt kind of unbalanced if damien chazelle had any balls mm-hmm. he would have filmed a scene with kubrick Shooting the moon landing. Shooting the moon landing. That's, 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 that's just my opinion. Yeah. It, it, if I mean, don't wrong. Maybe he's a bit much of a, a, a liberal cuck to like, you know, base, like, you know, he, he wanted to, he was like, he's like, listen, the textbook says this, so we'll do not do this story. But, you know, if he uh, would man up, he would have. If, if he would have manned up and just shown that the moon landing, like we never went there. Yeah. So and uh, Neil Armstrong was an actor. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, that is, yeah, that that's that's the thing because like Neil Armstrong, he 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 wasn't about he wasn't very up someone in front of the cameras for people talking. Yeah. He wasn't very vocal because uh, he was playing a part, and he yeah, and it's, yeah. it's just my opinion, <laughs> just your opinion. Uh, is it, I, you know what? You're you're a Joe Rogan fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joe Rogan had. I, I mean, I, I've been like watching clips of him on mm-hmm. on YouTube more than anything. I was supposed to like just straight up listening to the show, but he's he's into like the whole kind of like. Moon conspiracy landing stuff. He's into conspiracy all over the board, uh-huh. which is funny. And, like, he had the – which is weird to me. Like, in, he gives credence to, like, weird conspiracy theories like that. But then he had a show he, called Joe Rogan Questions Everything. And then he <laughs> made it into a bit of, like, I'm looking for Sasquatch. I didn't find Sasquatch. So, like, you're going to say, like, moon landing could have been fake. But, like, you're not a believer in Sasquatch. Like, where are your priorities, sir? <laughs> I don't know. He, uh, he's an interesting character to uh, listen to. But, like, at a certain yeah. point, you have to, like – you have to, I guess, divvy out the bullshit for yourself. <laughs> he he's very he's very interested in like yeah it like it, like this. I think the study of conspiracy theories is almost I don't know. I mean, don't wrong. Conspiracy theories are fun and interesting, but like yeah, the but, study of conspiracies is also like a whole other. I would like I want Malcolm Gladwell to talk about that or something like that. But um, yeah, I don't know because I've if you ever hear him talk about um like the JFK assassination with conspiracies. Like that's oh, there's a million of them. Th- that's very interesting. They were talking about specifically about mm-hmm. like you know like the the things that just one hundred percent don't hold up like to reason, and it, it's yeah. really kind of eerie because it just like yeah, it, and like he even asked like the guy who like ran the CIA for a while yeah. about about that, and the guy was just like, well, like I didn't hear about that, and something like that would have come out by now probably. So yeah, it, but it, then you say that kind of thing, and everyone's like, well. Of course, he's not going to say anything because he knows. Yeah, that's what he's playing dumb, dude. The, and another one, not to get into it because it's really fucked up. Do you know anything about Jimmy Savile? No. He is a, a British, like a long time, like very, very popular and omnipotent uh, British like personality for mm-hmm. like media personality. He did like kid shows. He did like Top of the Pops, Top of the Pops Teen, and all okay. that stuff. And, uh, and like basically a year after he, he was like a weird looking dude. If you ever see him, like he's like fashion all over the place. He'd wear like brightly colored pajamas everywhere. He had like this long, crazy fucking hair. And he always be smoking like an unlit cigar and colorful sunglasses. A year after he died, it came out that he was a massive (laughs) pedophile. Oh, lovely. And, And like, like he, like, and like the, the, Rogan and his buddies, like also his the guys he always has on, they love conspiracy theories as well. The mm. one guy got like super fucking into it because he watched like a documentary called like the Ninth Circle or something. That's all about the conspiracy theories behind this because like the dude was like friends with like the royal family. Okay, so like there's a scandal going on that the queen is, or uh, she knew about it and or this, it happened. Because like one hundred, well one hundred percent, like this guy was getting away with things because of the power that he wielded, and like like people when it, well, there were times when people like brought up accusations that were kind of like swept under the rug yeah because like i mean as like apparently the guy would say as much would tell people it's like like i'm jimmy seville i know the queen what are you gonna do about this you know so like yeah 
Uh, but if you're going to a really dark hole, uh, look up Jimmy Seville. Uh, I don't. I, I might stay away from that dark hole. I know. Uh, well, I like happy things sometimes. Uh, um, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you think uh, Damien himself is going to get a nod or? Oh, um, like I, is this a worthwhile follow up to La La Land? Like, oh, I haven't seen. Uh, well, also, I should say this is the first Damien Chaville. Chaz- Chaville? Chazelle? Chazelle? Okay. Chazelle. Chazelle. I think it's it is. Chazelle. I think it's okay. Chazelle. It's like Gazelle, right? It's like. Chazelle, whatever. Um, it's the first of his movies I actually saw. I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen La La Land, and I haven't seen uh, fucking Whiplash. Most most importantly, Whiplash is great. I know so it. La La Land. I'm sure they're bo- I'm sure they're, they're both, both at least worth seeing. I just haven't fucking seen them. I when I heard that this was his follow up to mm-hmm. it, I was like, I'm really not in, like a story about Neil Armstrong doesn't really like interest me. Well, yeah, like, I I had that I had that argument with <laughs> with with Gabriel kind of drunkenly once, but it was more about Gabe hates space. Uh, he hates hates science. He believes that uh, uh, anything that the Earth was created six thousand years ago Earth by, is flat. by God is flat. Um, but no, no. Uh, well, no, I, I, from what I understand, all of his stories are, are basically kind of about the same thing. It's all about like extreme putting yourself through extreme pain in order to achieve what no one else has achieved. Um, and and that and he he made the Neil Armstrong Armstrong story about that. You know. Uh, okay. But that said. Um, no, I can see him at least get nominated easily. I mean, it's yeah. a very well, it's an incredibly well-made movie between like, you know, just between like, like I said, like the Dunkirkian stuff, like these very like you are there moments of that and everything is handled incredibly well. And uh, I'd be more interested. Uh, I can easily see him getting nominated for this. I'd be more interested to see if, uh, if Ryan Gosling gets nominated. Yeah. Um, I've heard he gives kind of somewhat of a muted performance. He gives a Ryan Gosling performance. Okay. Um, which don't get me wrong, I love. You know, love uh, the gauze. I love the gauze. Uh, so just the fact that it's like if Ryan Gosling played Adolf Hitler, and but essentially it's you know it's him doing a Gosling performance of Adolf Hitler. Didn't he? He in the nineties wasn't he in like a neo-Nazi movie? Uh, I'm pretty sure he was. I feel like he was. You're not thinking about um no. all good things, right? Where he played uh Fred Durst. No, he, he actually like like I remember like this coming up on like wanted to watch a movie on like Amazon the one day and I was like a young Ryan Gosling playing a like neo Nazi a Jewish neo Nazi at that I believe it was. <laughs> I imagine this really awful awful like character role where it's just like it's all ticks and everything like that because yes. he's half Nazi half Jewish. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's that's funny. Probably something coming on the tail end of American History oh, X. Uh, was a Jew a Jewish neo Nazi in The Believer? See, told okay. you. Oh well, I'll be a fucking. I almost fell on my seat. Uh, <laughs> that's how that's how floored you are. I almost fell out. I I was I was <clears throat> literally floored. Uh, but okay. Um, so I'd be interested in that. But Ryan, have you seen anything else lately that you think is worthy or not of Oscar vote? Of Oscar vote? Uh, well, actually, we'll pose a question that you asked. We're talking about like 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 the movies that we think are the best or of this uh, year. Just yeah, anything you've seen that's like the best. Uh, like I've really, I know Gabriel hated it, but like I've really dug Mandy. That was like a nice like yeah, 80s throwback to me. That's going to be my – that was actually going to be my number two. But let's actually <laughs> – let's talk about that because um, I know you guys did Mandy recently. Uh, for sex and violence. Yep, we did like a half hour show, and then Gabriel puked, and then we had to end it. <laughs> That's what I heard. Um, it's it listened maybe, to the audio. I, it's really funny. Don't get me wrong. You guys also saw that movie right before you recorded, right? We saw it the night before. The night before. Okay. And I saw it two days before that, so okay. I saw it twice. Oh, I, I've only seen it once. Um, I, I basically told that to Gabriel. It's like I saw, I saw Mandy and Hold the Dark kind of together, mm-hmm. and it's like I kind of really enjoyed both of them. I feel Hold the Dark is going to be controversial. Uh, Mandy, I can very, I can more like, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Concretely be like, that's a, that's a good movie. Yeah. And I said like, I don't think you're going to like it, Gabriel. And Gabriel's like, no, I like, you know, and I'm like, well, it's very slow paced. It's very psychedelic. And it's, it's, it's incredibly like, like visual and auto, you know, and everything yeah. like that. And Gabriel's like, I, I'm into that. I'm watching Barry Lyndon. And I was like, well, first off, nobody loves Barry Lyndon. We were, actually that was a movie that came up last time you were we recorded together. Oh yeah, did we also bring up any Terrence Malick movies? Uh, no, we talked about Kubrick a lot. Yeah, we do, we do. Oh yeah, 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 we do. And that's also that would be very interesting to have a conversation between the two of us about Mandy. But it's been a while. But yeah, yeah. very very Kubrickian in kind of like its pace and it's kind of like its psychedelic kind of things, whatever. But I very much enjoyed Mandy. Yeah, it was one of the. It was a surprise. For me, that I, like I saw the trailer and I thought it was going to be a lot more fast paced, yeah. but the, it was very slow and methodical. But like I didn't, I'm I'm not 
mad about that. Uh, I I kind of I feel like I wasn't giving like the first half enough patience because like of how much like I wasn't uh, yeah it was it it's a very hyper stylized kind of story even before it gets super fucking stylized you yeah know? before like essentially we're we're very close on Nick Cage after he's taking like mind melting like psychedelics and everything like that and going on a kill sp- uh, uh, frenzy yeah um the even. Dir- did you see the director came out recently and was like talking? He was like, yeah, I kind of like when I was writing the script, I had an idea for a sequel where Red Miller would just fight uh, Nazi punks in uh, like a bombed out city. And I was yeah. like, oh, God damn it. He's like, yeah, probably never make it. I was like, then why tell me? That sounds awesome. I, I don't actually, I, I don't think that should be the thing. If he wants to make a story about post-apocalyptic uh, neo-Nazis getting taken on by a, a Nick Cage type person, uh, then I think that's great. But. It's like it's like no, leave Mandy as it is. Do 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 something. Oh, if he gave me Mandy too, and just like followed in the footsteps of his father, making like progressively like weirder, like like violent sequels. <laughs> oh, the man grew up on schlock. I trust him. Uh, yeah, the he he said that his first movie, uh, Behind the Black Rainbow, was um was basically funded by uh, inheriting the royalties from Tombstone. Oh, really? That's yeah. funny. Uh, so think about think about that <laughs> that we have this we have these movies because of fucking Tombstone. Love Tombstone. But uh, let me throw it back to you because that was kind of like a shared one. Is there anything else that 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 you saw this year that you're that you're gonna just? I want to. I, I kind of look at the upcoming slate of things because like this is the time of year when like I'll I'll generally go into my more artsy mode and like try and see some of the like. Oscar-winning uh, award movies, but like, there's certain movies I will absolutely stay away from. Like, if it mm-hmm. looks like Oscar bait, I generally will like. Y- yeah, I, when I saw First Man, there was two really uh, like kind of cringy Oscar baity movies coming yeah. up. One was one one. Ha- it, it, Did you see the McConaughey trailer? <laughs> what was the McConaughey one? Uh, Serenity, I think it's called. Actually, no, that's it, probably it, something else. It looks fucking stupid. The the one that the one that that's coming up. Um. And I think it's kind of like uh, it's also bad timing too because there's actually a movie that came out this week on, on video on demand called uh, "The Miseducation of Cameron Post" that I'm actually really okay. curious about seeing. It's about a young woman uh, in like like this is I, forget, I think this takes place in like the 80s or something like that. But a young woman uh, gets basically caught by her boyfriend like uh, having a sexual encounter with another woman, mm-hmm. so she gets put into like one of those like get like gay conversion camps. Okay. Um. And yeah, it's just that story, and supposedly it's really good. Uh, and then there's like this another one coming up. I think it's I think Joel Edgerton's directing this. Okay. Um, and it's called like The Gifted Boy or something. But essentially, it's about like a young man. Uh, basically, yeah, he's gay and his parents don't necessarily understand him. And they're struggling to understand him, and I think he goes into like a gay conversion yeah. thing. But uh, and but it looks like the most ham-fisted kind of like Hollywood patting itself on the back for how progressive it is. Yeah. Oscar Bake, like that's kind how of thing. I saw the tri- uh, similar title, um, "Beautiful Boy." Maybe uh, I'm thinking about the same thing. To be honest, no, I, th- I, th- I think "Beautiful Boy" is the one with Steve. It's with Steve Carell and like the kids like addicted to drugs, and like <laughs> first the, off, that's an awful title. The the trailer keeps coming up on Hulu when I'm watching, and like I'm just like, oh my god, this looks like <laughs> you know. Anytime where I see the uh, the one thing that'll totally keep me away from a movie is. The feel-good movie of the season. Like, oh, fuck that. Please, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it, it just looks like that. Like, oh, we're trying to pick up a, uh, uh, you know, a nod for, like, best adapted screenplay or some nonsense like that. Something easy. Um, yeah. But another one that I think is going to be in contention mm-hmm. just because of the namesake, um, Clint Eastwood doing the movie The Mule. Yeah, I literally just came that up. I'm looking at movies that are coming up. Uh, December 14th, The Mule. I guarantee you that's going to get a nod for something just because it's Clint Eastwood and we'll, we'll see. Hollywood needs to give, you know, the voice to the one lone conservative filmmaker. And uh, yeah, that's that's really it, it, I, I, I'd be really interesting. Uh, I'd be really interested to kind of do like like a deep dig into like like the, this, especially this contemporary Eastwood kind of mythology. Like it's very he's been telling the same story for a while, but it was never very more apparent than Sully, where like it's all about um like like the right like it's not so much like a like a man doing a superhuman kind of thing but a right man who's a professional in the right time yeah. is able to do like the work of like a whole team of people yeah and that's 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 like all of his movies are about that now <laughs> and um it's but, like strong american values yes it's, strong- it's like a hard working man who was pushed to smuggle drugs to 
Yeah, I, I'm curious about that because also I thought that he was done acting, but so I think that's kind of interesting that like now he's coming back to that. Oh come on, Jesus! Thirteen emails for those of you who are coming after <laughs> slow readers. We are up to thirteen. We're up to thirteen. Let's emails. get to fifteen. But let me also do a rundown of all the movies that are coming up. Please do. Oh my god. Uh oh my Jesus. I'm sorry. Fourteen. Fourteen emails. Um. Well, how about this? Kind of going back. Uh. uh we'll have at the very end of the year Vice. The new movie by uh, the guy who did all these really awesome Will Ferrell movies. Adam McKay. Yeah, Adam McKay. Adam McKay, his uh, biopic on uh, Dick Cheney, uh, Vice. Uh, okay, yeah, Christian, isn't, um, Christian Bale got that. Christian Bale's plan, yeah. And uh, 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 not Sam Worthington, um, Sam uh, Rockwell plays uh, Bush, Bush W. Bush. Ah, uh, that's interesting. I would watch a trailer it, for that. There's that's, a ton of them. That's interesting. That's apparently coming out at the end of the year. There is uh, Welcome to Marwen, which is a movie that does not look terribly good to me. That's the movie about uh, it's the Robert Zemeckis movie mm-hmm. about a, a it's a true story about mm-hmm. like a guy who was like it was a uh, was ganged up on and beaten and robbed or whatever. Okay. And like he, he's like dealing with like processing like the trauma of that. So he creates like this whole kind of like fantasy universe with like like little soldiers and like they're all based on the women around him. So it's kind of like the one story it's about him in real life and then like the other half is is taking place in like the fictional city of Marwen. Okay. Marwen. It doesn't look as good. There's a lot of Zemeckis. There's a lot of like Robert Zemeckis movies that like he put, he puts them out regularly, uh, but it's just I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, not all of a, a certain quality, so to speak. Or like they're not necessarily always interesting. Holmes and Watson, which I'll admit, kind of looks terrible. Yeah, that that I'm kind of sick of the Will Ferrell I, duo slapstick shit. I, I'm really starting to be aware of the fact that like. <laughs> Like, Will Ferrell, like, a lot of comedians are, they're good in, like, the right roles, but, like, when you just have, like, shitty, dumb comedies, like, they're, they're, they're not good. If Will Ferrell was in a new Adam McKay movie, that's gonna be, you know it's gonna be great, but, yeah. like, if, if it's, like, and I love John C. Riley. I love the dude. I, John C. Riley dramatic is my favorite. Uh, that's why I really want to see the Sisters Brothers. I want, <laughs> I don't have more interest in seeing him paired off with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry, going back, we have two big movies coming out in the same day, which is good job, Hollywood. There's Aquaman, who I thought the trailer give a shit. was the stupidest looking thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I showed that to Gabriel. Gabriel had like a completely different reaction. Yeah. He, but, he, I, if I recall, he remem- I remember him being pretty hot on it well he was like he was like no it looks like hey that looks and i'm like and i was just like are you kidding like when i watched this i was just like i was like wow i'm embarrassed for that movie but uh but yeah like maybe that's just like a matter of perspective we'll see if that's gonna be any good or not i don't think it's gonna be good uh also same day and i'm more interested in seeing this to the chagrin of probably everybody uh bumblebee Bumblebee? Bumblebee. Oh, the Transformers. Bumblebee movie. Oh my, no. It is the off, but here's the thing. It's the first time they're doing one of these movies without Michael Bay. It has uh, uh, Haley uh, uh, Steinfeld. Stanf- Joel Osment. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, Steinfeld. Why did that sound right? Wrong. Steinfeld as like, it's basically, it's the original promise of like the original Transformers movie with a story about a boy in his car. This is the story about a girl and her car. And honestly, like, I think it has a potential of being in, at least like fun and charming. Sleeper hit? Like a like a bit like a sleeper, yeah. I think I think it has the potential to be surprising, mm-hmm. um, but we'll see. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have a I have a morbid fascination with Transformers movies, and that's not mm-hmm. always because I like them because I don't. For you the most just want to watch the uh, the car wreck. This is my that's why I love the DC DCU movies. You know, <laughs> it's like I fucking love Batman vs Superman because it's so bad. Ugh. Justice Ugh. League. Oh my god. Oh uh, no, I, I watched Justice League on a <laughs> snowy day with the lady, and I was. I, I I I actually like walked out to like smoke a cigarette during the uh, climax. I was like, could during, not give a shit. Don't Justice care. League, yeah, that it's amazing how much those movies, even when like they're course correcting, quote unquote, uh, like how the, like an action scene begins, like the climactic action scene where it's just like thirty minutes of colors and noise, mm-hmm. and you're just like, God, they still managed to make this like, so fucking like, dull. Like the first five minutes was cool. Batman and Gotham. It was pretty. Cool, I thought but... that was so shoddy, though. It was so cut. It was so cobbled together. Like, like, like a fucking exposition is given by a criminal, like off screen, and they cut to him, and he's clearly not talking. Yeah, and it, I, it, like, I liked it. I it, was like, oh, this might not be so bad. And then you know, I, I ten thought, minutes later, I, I would argue. I and don't I don't even want to sound like one of those creepy people who like like release the Snyder cut or whatever. But like I would, I would have much rather have seen the Snyder cut because Justice League was so like milk toast and bland that like no, I wanted atrociously bad. Yeah, like that is something like Batman or Superman is like this work of just wonderful garbage art, 
And then, like, but, like, I would rather have, anyway, sorry. So going back, and don't get me wrong, uh, we should probably be talking about the movies we have seen. Uh, let's do it fast. Uh, Mortal Engines, which I can... I'm actually, I'm kind of interested in that. That looks... Well, I'll be curious to see... Immense in scope. Yeah, and I, I think Jackson is very good at making things immense in scope, but honestly, he's no longer directing it? That's oh, very weird. Sad face. That's is I think he started direct he was supposed to be the director for that. Now he's not the director. We'll get back to that in a moment. That's a bigger thing. Roma, the new Alfonso Cuarón movie? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's, a, it's mo- all Spanish movie. It's I a, it's a more it's a well it takes place in Mexico. It's about it's I think it has to do with like Cuarón's own like kind of like childhood okay. and, and such. So I mean honestly I I don't want to look too much into this because it's like no, I'll be interested in having him do like a much smaller movie and and just see what that's like. Uh, but, but, going back, Ben is back. That looks terrible. Uh, Mary Queen of Scots, which I'm interested, but it's probably not going to be very good. Uh, let's find something interesting. Like, by the way, fifth, 16, no, 15, 15 emails. Uh, there's Green Book coming out, which is like the one with, uh, uh, Marshall Ali and, uh, Viggo Mortensen. Okay. I saw a trailer for it on yeah. TV somewhere and I was... I mean, Whatever. to be honest, like the <clears throat> the charms of Viggo Morrison and Ali could be like you know enough. can carry that enough. And I I love Viggo Morrison, but uh, but yeah, we'll see. I know. Uh, <laughs> I never shut up about about my Viggo. Also, these are all coming out the same day. Ralph breaks the internet. Ugh. Robin Hood. Oh, that looks fucking awful. Creed two. I am nervous about that because Coogler isn't directing it anymore. Oh, he's not. No, oh, or he was. I don't even think he was supposed to in the first place. I thought he was okay. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really know that. Yeah, but the whole and then the whole like Drago factor coming into it. I'm very nervous that it's going to yeah. end up being a a lesser Rocky sequel. But I mean, we've gotten. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I. I don't know why. I don't know why for some reason Rocky was ever a fucking franchise. <laughs> Like, you know, yeah, I mean, like, we got lucky with two really good ones back to back, you know, Rocky Balboa and then wait, no, does it go Rocky, Rocky Balboa? Balboa was the last, was the last, the last one, one where, yeah, he comes back, which was actually pretty then, good. Yeah. yeah. And then Creed. Yeah. And like Creed, I, I sing the praises of that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Creed is, Creed is uh, like, I, I loved Rocky Balboa enough. And then like Creed was like, oh, this is like a great fucking thing. Um, so uh, yeah, it, like she's hearing it's like, well, there's going to be a Creed too. And you're like, what's yeah, it? What? Why? Okay. Okay, I don't get sure. that. Uh, uh, two movies in the same day. I know which one I'll be seeing. Uh, 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 Fantastic Beasts and Wonderful People and Griswold 2. Uh-huh. Uh, and also Widows. I've heard Widows is amazing. I'm so curious about Widows. Written by patron saint of uh, slow readers, Gillian Flynn. Ah. Uh, and directed by a guy whose movies I have not seen a single one, unfortunately, even though I really should. Uh, Steve McQueen. He's the guy who did like Twelve Years a Slave, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Shame, and Hunger. I'm actually now that you say uh, her name, I'm uh, even more excited to go see it. Oh yeah, plus, plus like it's got like it's so many people are in that. Everyone from like Viola Davis to like Liam Neeson. I still want to watch that show she did for uh, HBO. Picky. Oh, uh, uh, Sharp Little Objects. Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. Just, I yeah, I heard it was really good. I read the book. I should fucking get the name right, huh? Um, yeah, no, I'm curious about that too, but I read the book, haha. So take that movie, or HBO. It's got Colin Farrell, it's got Carrie Coon and Robert Robert Duvall, it's got, uh, Elizabeth Becky and Michelle Rodriguez, and Daniel Kaluuya. Anyway. But yeah, uh, and then that's really it, then like, then like there's some bullshit coming up, something like that. Fucking yeah, some, some nonsense. Overlord, which I think if that gets surprising- Oh, that looks fun. If that gets a surprising amount of- I, I hate the- commercials for it but honestly if it ends up getting like good reviews it I'll, is getting good reviews oh that and I, I think that's kind of surprising but i think uh from the way i from what i was reading about it uh some of the reviews i had read it was like it is a movie that knows what it is mm-hmm. it's not taking itself super seriously and it's just having a lot of fun that, that's good and i was like you know what that's all i could ask for a movie about you know nazi zombies yeah nazis nazis doing satanic zombie fucking uh, yeah things whatever um, but, uh, okay, thinking back, like, besides, like, like, Mandy is an easy favorite for me as well. Just thinking yeah. about, like, my favorite movies of the year. Going back, Annihilation. Uh, I, I meant to see that. How was it? Very you good? Should, you should definitely see it. Here's the thing, Big though. Uh, I'm a huge, 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 huge fan of the uh, original trilogy of books, the, the Southern Reach. Okay. Those are easily, I, I think easily, uh, it's been some time, easily my favorite, like, science fiction stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's. Like, no one really does. I'm thinking about this in this perspective. There's all kinds of ways to view it. 
he does like Lovecraftian like science fiction right uh, in a way that like no one really even like Lovecraft isn't Lovecraft is not a good storyteller like like he does like the story is all about I mean not it's not all about this it's actually very personal and intimate but it's all about like what it's like to come across something that is truly alien and unfamiliar and unknowable mm-hmm. and uh and it's it's a very interesting story um there was, I just watched a really interesting YouTube uh, uh video by uh Folding Ideas when when you see Annihilation uh because you'll want to basically go to someone and be like well, what was that about yeah um check out Folding Ideas because I feel like there's a lot of shitty YouTube videos out there that are all about like breaking down what happens and what this leads and what this means, like what happens next. But it's like, it's as the guy points out and I've noticed this as well. Like it is that those people are very stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause like they're analyzing it wrong. Uh, whereas like annihilation is a story that is very much like it, it is, it is something to be like felt and analyzed and also okay. consider that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. I like movies that I can analyze. That's it. I love the books a lot more. And okay. the fact that the movie is like, isn't, isn't that okay. It's, it's very kind of strange and it, it's kind of weird for me to kind of accept, but all right. Anyway. Uh, and I'm trying to think what else have I seen? You, 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 Honestly, you, I was really underwhelmed by a lot of shit this year that yeah. I saw. Like I, I did get out for a couple of like blockbuster kind of movies Deadpool 2, I talked about ad nauseum on the show, how I just, I, I that became way too commercialized, okay. in my opinion. Uh, I'm curious about seeing, I haven't seen Deadpool 1. It's, I mean, it is what it is, but like, I think I'm experiencing my own version of superhero fatigue. Yeah, you've, you've said that before. And like, I, I did like, you know, Avengers Infinity War, that was cool. And then I don't, I didn't really see any, like that much over the summer because I was working all the like, there were, time, but like I, there were three Marvel movies that came out this year. Yeah, do you think Black Panther is going to get a nod? Uh, supposedly they're going to do it, and honestly, fine, cool. Um, I'm, I'm glad they took that popular film category out because that's <laughs> yeah, that's so that's so stupid. That 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 provides a path for a movie like Transformers to win. Keep it at the MTV you know what? Movie Good. Awards. Good. No, I want Transformer to win. Absolutely not. It's fucking yeah. But um, no. Uh, well, we had three Marvel movies alone, let alone Justice League. And I'm trying to think of any other, I don't know if there are any, but like, like, I don't know, but I saw those in theaters, but for some reason I was happy enough to see Mandy at home. I saw Hold the Dark at home. Mm-hmm. Hold uh, the Dark's on VOD? Uh, uh, Hold the Dark is on Netflix only. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, and, and like, there's, there's all kinds of other, I feel like there's all kinds of things. Uh, surprising enough, what I actually really enjoyed this year, that was a big blockbuster or rather say maybe uh part uh critical and commercial failure uh solo um yeah you both had a positive reaction you and gabriel both had a yeah positive reaction. i actually just bought it on uh, itunes uh i saw it in theaters um it was well i think another thing is that like i i don't love star wars all that much okay for a second i was conf- i was confused because i think growing up i had a more of a relationship with the toys um, you Fair know, enough. I love Star Wars stories. You love like building like stories off of them and everything like that. But then like the movies were like fine. But back in the day you had three movies and then there were three really awful movies. And then now all of a sudden there's like 20. Um, yeah. but I really liked like Force Awakens, uh, Rogue One sucked, uh, Last Jedi. I hated the, Rogue um, One. Mixed. Yeah. I actually, uh, how many times have you seen Last Jedi? Oh, uh, I think. Uh, twice. Twice? Yeah. I, I actually enjoyed it more on the second time through. The first time through, I was like, what the fuck? I, I enjoyed it more the second time And then the well. second time through, I was like, you know what? I really need to rethink this. Uh, I think, uh, I, I don't, I don't hate Last Jedi and I, I absolutely hate hearing about, I think Star Wars fans are some of the worst fans in the world. I think fandom in general is a bad thing yeah it is and like i don't know why all these i mean like i I guess like they it really fucking creates revenue whatever to like really like just like enhance the fan base or whatever but i think it's wrong but uh yeah they're terrible people but um (laughs) but like yeah there and there are other extremes it's like you love it or you hate it and i was yeah i was actually very in the middle but like kind of like kind of pushes off because like i love force awakens because it was so simple yeah, and it was, straightforward. It was nostalgic. That's all it was. And Abrams can really put together a fucking movie. Last Jedi, it didn't have like it didn't have like the things that I really liked from Force Awakens. It wanted to make it like it wanted to make it complicated, but it never actually got complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then like it's a very pretty movie. Like visually, it's well, I th- like it. Well, that's where my uh, shitty opinions get complicated. Okay, because <laughs> if you because I. 
felt watching this, and I hate like I don't want to just keep talking about Star Wars, but we're gonna That's do fine. it now. Uh, but like I remember seeing Last Jedi, and I was like, why does the movie not look good? I remember loving everything about how Force Awakens. Oh, come on! That throne room scene is no the first, the throne the throne room scene was was stunning and also had like the the action scene was was great and don't get me wrong there's little the whole movie is filled with like bursts of just like amazing quality and then they're like brought low by like its length its weird fifth act and then like yeah. And then also just like that, all that casino shit, you know, and, and yeah, you could have lost that entire, you could have lost that. I love Del Toro. I was, I, every movie needs Del Toro, but I, I, but yeah, but that scene sucked. Um, yeah. but, uh, but you know, and then, and then, so I was thinking like, why does this movie not look good? Then I actually went back and watched like the beginning of Force mm-hmm. Awakens and right away I'm like, and I hate to sound like this makes me sound like a real film snob, but no, I felt this without, un- without thinking this film. Because Force Awakens was on film, so there's grain, there's texture, mm-hmm. everything has like a distinct feeling. And so much of Force Awakens, if you go back to it, is all about filming on real locations with real objects, real yeah. props. That like in like in like when you shoot on film, it like those textures really come through. Force Awakens does not have any of that. Last Jedi. It's last. What, what was that? What? You said Force Awakens. Last Jedi. Doesn't last Jedi. It. Last Jedi doesn't have any of that. Where it's like every it's 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 digital. There's a lot more like CGI, like mm-hmm. it's less like I feel like Ryan Johnson may, might not have had the the confidence to really have everything practical like like Abrams or or just it was just a much more complicated shoot or whatever. But like it didn't have any of that. Like when you have like that stupid CGI opera singer lady go, oh, whatever, yeah. it just looks like it's like this looks fake. This looks phony. Yeah, so. you, we, it, I think it, I think you're right. It did lose the uh, that practical quality for that yeah that movie and i, I abrams back for nine so uh, and i'm in, and i think it's gonna look and feel great um, i'm i don't know i don't think abrams has ever been very good at returning for sequels but uh yeah we will see we'll see that said uh solo was simple straightforward i think it was a little too it kind of like leaned into like it's wink wink nods a bit yeah but it wasn't as bad as fucking Rogue One, where they would just throw like a your, the action figure you had as a toy on screen without any reason for that per- thing being there. I don't think I've said this on the show, but when I went to go see Rogue One, mm-hmm. I actually fell asleep. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not not trying to like I, I hate it that much. I fell asleep. I I like literally was like so bored. I was just like. <laughs> Uh, no, I, can, oh, I, can I forgot. This is not a, a visual thing. This is not. This is uh, not. I'm, yeah, my eyes were fluttering and closing. They they were fluttering. Clo- I, I've done that before in very big movies. I feel like I probably did that for like Justice League, just because it's like I don't I don't connect with any of this. Yeah. Um. That said, uh, I want to say that uh, Rogue One was very visually. I love the way everything looked. It had a very different kind of feel to everything and look and color pattern. Like it was very like stark whites and blacks and everything like that. Like the op- the opening scene was like mm-hmm. really fucking good looking. Um. Uh, and also, uh, Solo is both very stunning looking, but it's visually hard to watch. <laughs> okay. You haven't seen it? No. See it and just, like, everything is dark. The whole movie is too dark. And I don't mean, like, like you know, like, poor lighting. Everything is lit very explicitly and, like, beautifully. But, like, there, like early on, I was watching, because, like, when you're watching in theaters, like, you can think, like, it's something. When I was watching this at home, uh, like, Solo's face is, like, mm-hmm. in shadow. Like, you can't see, like, this. Yeah. Like, there's, like, flashes every now and then. And, like, the early on, they he talks to this uh, giant puppet in a pool that, like, looks really cool. Yeah. But, like, it's so poorly, like, there, it's so much in shadow, you can barely see this thing when it's talking. And the whole movie is like that. When I saw it in theaters, I got a headache watching the oh, movie. So. Shit. Let's talk about Star Wars. Star Wars is stupid. Stupid lightsabers and well, bullshit. What, uh, what, do you have any other things you want to do? No, not, not particularly. Um, I Honestly, like those are the two like standouts for me. Um, I, I wanted to talk just one more bit about it, but like Star Wars Born, I think, is going to make it all the way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's going to detract from coming out earlier. Mm-hmm. I think that like, I think Gaga's fans are probably going to be vocal about having her get a nod i don't think she deserves it uh-huh. i she's she's very good in it but like best actress good not that good yeah um, who else is it gonna be but i mean nominated <laughs> like if they nominate her like i i could see her getting nominated but winning i don't think she'll win bradley cooper will probably get a nod for best actor he he honestly just disappears into that um 
but I think he's got it. I think it's, I don't think it'll get best, uh, picture like win, mm-hmm. but I think he's got a good shot to win best director. Oh yeah. Best director. Okay. Uh, I talked to Gabriel about this and Gabriel had a, a, a I don't think he, I don't think he thinks it's going to go all the way, but like from our conversation, it sounded like he thought he was going to get a nod and he was surprised at it. It did one thing that I was not a fan of and it ended um, with the ending. And I was like, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Ah, God damn it. You did that. And then <laughs> looks direct, uh, looks directly into screen, uh, into camera and then a uh, gunshot fade to black. Close, to black. close, very close. <laughs> um, um, if it would have ended like that, I would have been like, Oh, bravo Academy Award. <laughs> um, no, it did, it did that. And then it kind of swayed me back mm-hmm. and then, yeah. So okay. I, I have opinions about it, but I, I, that was very, that's one of the best I've seen this year. I haven't, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to have more free time in my hands soon and i plan on getting to the theater like once a week if i can oh yeah yeah i'm trying to oh, i shouldn't lean back so far I, i'm trying to think back on anything else that like i hate seeing that i love i know that there's plenty of movies that i saw this year that i love and i'm kind of blanking out on them um there there's a lot i haven't seen that i really wish i had seen such as the sisters brothers mm-hmm. Sisters Brothers. oh uh mission impala uh, mission impala mission impossible mission. fallout i heard that was very good uh was great uh like holy shit i can't believe how much i love those movies i'm not a mission impossible guy i saw the the last one i saw was the third one. Oh, that's that's why yeah yeah well it's it's kind of interesting because i actually kind of like the third one quite a bit philip seymour hoppin freaked me out yeah um Third one has definitely great moments. It really yeah. does. I, I remember it was kind of like it wasn't that great. Starting four and like four, you're just like, wow, that was a that was a fucking good movie. Yeah. And like five, is, you know, just like five is like five can't be better. And then it is. And then like six, it's like, well, it's just it's a, it's a direct sequel. The fifth one, that's weird. And then it's it's also just great. Like the last three of the of these movies have been have been absolutely fucking amazing. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what else there what else there is because I saw. Uh, 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 right now the Criterion sale mm-hmm. is going on right now at Barnes and Noble. Uh, and yes, I did immediately buy, uh, uh, one of the most notorious, uh, commercial, uh, uh failures in all of cinema history, uh, Heaven's Gate. Oh, okay. Uh, do you know anything about that? Uh, early eighties. Yeah. Like I think, yeah, I think I 1980 heard, actually. I have read about it, but I can't remember anything specifically it, about it at the moment. It's a very interesting story. Maybe we'll do it for uh, a sex and violence for a okay. future episode. Isn't it like overly long? Yeah, it's, it's like, like three it's like hours? Three, three hours and twenty minutes, three hours thirty minutes, something like that. And uh, and it feels like it's three hours and thirty minutes. That's a uh, ain't nobody got time for that. Well, yeah, no, no that's that's the thing is that uh, long uh, to give you a hint about how what the movie's like. It's not a bad movie. It's incredibly. It's the height of like seventies filmmaking, as in like basically like this. Ooh. The guy who make this is making this has like an, an unlimited bankroll to basically film okay. the movie exactly how he wants to do. So everything is historically accurate. It's huge. Someone walks down the street. And like it has like a million extras and like smoke and like a real train and all these you know and all these things, yeah. but that doesn't necessarily make translate sh- to a good movie. The tra- it doesn't make you like care about every single thing. It's like an incredibly well made movie that just loses its audience. Okay, like immediately. All right. Uh, so yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, no, I'm, uh, but that's 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 it. I think. I'm, I feel yeah. like I feel like there had to be other things as well, but okay. But let's say yeah. let's say that those are my favorite movies for the most part. I'm glad you agree with me on Mandy. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I finally have like someone in my corner with me. Uh, yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of people are giving Mandy a lot of love right now. Um, oh, when we did the podcast, like all th- <laughs> all three of the other people that I was there with had numerous issues with it. Oh really? Yeah. Ryan Hill had an issue with it. Steve Boss had an issue with it. Gabriel what were had an issue with it. Fucking issues. Fucking issues. What were the fuck? Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Okay, uh, right. but I thought it was great. Um, uh, act the fuck off! Really? Jesus Christ, I mean, these fucking guys. I know. It's, aye, aye, aye. It's, it's okay to be wrong. Um, but yeah, Oscar. I, I, yeah, yeah. You guys won't be around to go to the the Oscar party with me, which is yeah. Uh, to be fair, I was never invited. Anyway, uh, well, you're I, never <laughs> invited. It's ticketed. You buy tickets for it. I don't even know what you're talking about. The Arts Quest thing. Uh oh, yeah, it's fun. What the fuck else have I seen? Oh, I saw, uh, 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 no, well, no, I didn't love any of those movies. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, I feel like I'm, I'm missing things, but this has been an, this has been a solid yeah. year. I think right now. The- I want, I want to get you back on before the end of the year and let, I want to have you and Gabriel and me put together our top 10 list, actual, like, physical 
Okay, how about this? Uh, we'll, we'll we'll do we'll do uh, hold the dark and a top ten list. Top ten list. Okay. Okay. I, I can live with that. All right. All right. Um. Well, I think that's the show. Is that the yeah. show? That's okay. The, that's the show. Um. We'll be back next week with actual things. Yeah. It's just you know, we gotta we gotta fill some time here. So. Fill some fucking time. So I, I don't even know what the title of this episode, but it's, it's going to be Oscar Buzz. Oscar Buzz slash by Ryan, Ryan and Daniel of Mandy. Bruce Valange. Sure. Yeah. Um, we talked about Star Wars. We talked about Star Wars. We, we talked about everything. We talked about we talked politics. About life. We talked about uh, the growing hole in the ozone layer. It's huge. It's like this big now. It's, yeah, it's like a bowling ball. It is. Uh, do some plugging for me, sir. Oh, yeah. Plugs. Um, yeah. Uh, follow the other show, Slow Readers. It's like this show, but longer and less focused. Yeah. Uh, however, it's just filled with – it's brimming with like electric – uh, 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 energy and, and, and energy. Well, energy. Yeah. That's electric energy. That's, that's a kind of a jaded statement. Uh, and, uh, redundant. Uh, and like, yeah, it, it, it's fun. And then eventually we talk about books and we talk about literature. We talk about all these things from Raymond Chandler's The Big Sleep to the, the Witcher series to, uh, Home Going by Yad Jesse and all these other fun things. And I usually host it with, uh, uh, that, uh, that other guy. That other guy, David O'Mara. Um, but also follow me on Twitter at Top Gaunt Radio on Instagram at the Slow Readers, not the Slow Readers, Slow Readers, and uh, and also I have lots of fiction available. Just look up Daniel Gonzalez. Even though from now on they're going to be uh, the, the 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 name will be listed as D Gonzalez Gonzalez. Okay, because I'm like going it. that direction. Perfect. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Tangle Like Cash for pictures of my cat, cocktails, other random goofabouts. You can also find me every Friday, Saturday night at the bookstore Speakeasy. Sling and Jen and Dorson Sin, come on in, get a cocktail, talk movies, or just, I don't know, talk about anything. Mm. Just come in, get a drink. Mm-mm. Try my new Raymond Chandler drink. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right, uh, that is the show, and we will see you next week for sex. Thank you for having me on the show. Of course, thank you for being here. Oh, I, no, I didn't no. thank you. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I just pulled the, the you where I'm, yeah, I'm you, very rude. You were me. For I'm so sorry. That's well, bye guys, see you next week. Bye. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topcountradio.com. Top